Today's show is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a free premium 30-day trial specifically for the listeners of Geekspace 9 at the URL GameflyOffer.com slash GS9. Again, that is GameflyOffer.com slash the letter G, the letter S, and the number 9. Hello and welcome to Geek Space Nine, the Tuscan Shed Media Network podcast where we discover and or rediscover the classic Star Trek series Deep Space Nine. With me as always is Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm very well, Ben. I always feel funny answering this question because we record like a season in advance of what we release <laughs> so I could be doing very well today, but then when our dear viewers... Have a listen. My life could be entirely different. I don't know. That's just sort of a weird <laughs> philosophical moment that I'm having. I don't know. I got Horizon Zero Dawn last night, and I'm really excited about it. <laughs> You're having an existential crisis about what future you and three months from now is possibly up to. Oh, constantly. <laughs> well, also with me is Peter Dancy. Are you having an existential crisis, sir? I mean, not. I mean, not. Not yet. But like, yeah. I, I. That's. That's what I love about about how backlogged our episodes are. Just how we, how seriously, heavily we date. We date ourselves. We're just like this happened yesterday, and it's just like, oh god, this is gonna sound really weird in two months. <laughs> this show is just so good that we can't, you know, make ourselves wait to watch. More. Why? <laughs> We like start net Netflix doesn't, Netflix doesn't even let you do that when we, when they put an entire season of a show on on their website. So why should we do the same when we literally have the entirety of the show to watch right now if you want to? Exactly. 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 But you have to watch. You have to listen to our podcast like the '90s. You know, you got to wait a week at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, dear listener, must actually suffer. Yes. Exactly. Because <laughs> you got to get them podcasts. You got to scale up. God damn it. There's a method to our madness. You, you gentle viewers, are our overall. <laughs> you must suffer <laughs> while we enjoy and laugh. But we love you <laughs> dearly and appreciate you as we love and appreciate Miles O'Brien. Indeed, we do. And we will discuss how much we appreciate Miles O'Brien or not. We'll see because we have the end of the season, which means we will be doing. Uh, see the end of the last two episodes as well as our season wrap-up which depending on length maybe its own separate episode but we'll get there so this week we talked about we're going to talk about season three episode 25 and episode 26 which is facets and the adversary so first up is facets jedzia assembles quark miles kira bashir cisco lita and odo together to perform the trill rite of zentara an act where Dax's previous host's consciousness are temporarily transferred into the minds of another body. All of them agree, even Quark, after some persuasion to do so. Jadzia hopes to learn more about her own personality traits by going through it and speaking with her past lives. First up, Kira embodies Leela, the first hope, the first host, a wily, strong-willed politician who gave Dax her confidence. Next, O'Brien embodies Tobin, who is shy and nervous, but a genius mathematician. Lita embodies Emily Dex, a graceful and proud gymnast. 
Bashir embodies Tarias, a go-getter pilot who believes in enjoying life to its fullest. I didn't write down who Quark embodied. I forgot that part, but it was a, a female sort of motherly figure, which was quite adorable. It was yeah. awesome. He uh, brushes her hair. <laughs> <laughs> However, when they get to Joran, the recently discovered Dax host who was a serial killer, Cisco decides to take on the responsibility. They transfer Joran into Cisco while inside a holding cell. Joran taunts Dax, telling her she is not living up to the standards of her previous hosts. He tries to convince her to lower the force field, but Jadzia refuses. Cisco seems to take control and asks to be let out. When the but when the force field is lowered, Cisco begins choking Dax, revealing it was Joran all along. Dax beats the crap out of Cisco, who regains control, and Joran is taken out of his mind. Jadzia is shaken by this event as Joran tapped into a self-doubt that has been lingering in Jadzia ever since she joined. As Curzon notably rejected Jadzia, but later relented, and Jazia has never been able to figure out if Curzon was truly proud of her. Odo agrees to take on Curzon, but when he takes on his mind, his face changes to look more like Curzon, including the trill spots and clothes. It is revealed that Odo and Curzon have essentially joined like a trill in its symbiote. Jadzia tries to confront Curzon about his thoughts and actions on Dax, but he is far more interested in the pleasures of gambling, drinking, and eating. He reveals that he and Odo like their new form and want to stay joined permanently, meaning Dax would forever lose the Curzon side of herself. Jadzia confronts Curzon and finally gets the truth, that during the time Jadzia spent as an initiate, Curzon fell deeply in love with her. He was ashamed of his feelings and washed out Jadzia just so she would go away. When she repetitioned to be joined, he knew it was wrong to say no and agreed for Dax to be her symbiont. He reveals he still loves her and is ashamed of his feelings. Jadzia asks Curzon to rejoin with her, as then he will be with her always. He agrees and leaves Odo's body. At the bar, Odo and Dax share their experiences of feeling what it's like to live in the body of another person, but are glad to be themselves again. Meanwhile, in this episode, Nog is to take his pre first preliminary exams, his final preliminary exams, before he can apply to take the Starfleet entrance exam. Quark shows disdain at the idea, but Rom encourages his son. However, Nog is despondent when he fails a spatial reasoning awareness test, which Rom finds surprising, as Nog has always had great skill. When Quark confronts Nog by saying he will always have a place at the bar, Rom realizes that Quark rigged the test in order to keep Nog around. Rom confronts Quark and tells him never to get in the way of his son again. Rom tells Sisko of Quark's deed, and Nog is allowed to take the test again, which he passes brilliantly. At the end, Rom gives Nog a makeshift Starfleet uniform, and Nog orders a root beer, a drink popular in the Academy. What do we think of Facets? I think this might have been my favorite episode of the season. Please tell me why, Sarah. Well, uh, as I'm sure many of the viewers have figured out by now, Dax quickly became my favorite character, or Jadzia, I guess, more. Well, both of them, really, because I think the Trill concept is very, very interesting. And we got to learn more about Dax this way, which was really cool. And I also loved the side plot of um nog taking the entrance exam and rom defending him to quark which was just spectacular i i literally (laughs) uh, teared up at that scene yeah it was so awesome it was 
It was beautiful. Yeah, when so all good things. When 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 Rom said like he just lost it. It was so awesome to see where he just like is by far the loudest and most evasive he's ever been with Quark. And just the way he's like, you will never mess with my son again. I was just like, mm, I love good yeah, dance. Like, like that, like <laughs> yes. that moment as far as the relationship between Quark, between Quark and Rom is something that we've all been waiting for. Just for Rom to legitimately stand up to Quark. Not, not just like, not, not just in the sense of I'm doing this for the bar. I'm going, I'm going with you to see mom. No, it was just like, I am literally defending my son and you will never do anything to stand in his way. And I loved that to bits. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying Nog's storyline so much. I'm just really enjoying seeing where he goes in terms of his uh, character and how far he's going to go as uh, his Starfleet exams. I really hope he makes it. <laughs> I'm sure he will probably. But no, I yeah. think he will, yeah. They, they seem to have avoided that with Wesley somehow, but, you know, I imagine they're probably going down that road, and I don't care. It's yeah. going to be great. I watched an episode the other day from the first season of next generation where Wesley is, is taking that final entrance exam into Starfleet. And there's like four candidates and only one of them can continue on. And, uh, it was, it was interesting. I wonder if we'll get to see that exam with Nog. Yeah. The exam that ends in like a fake accident where you have to like pick who to save. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really intense exam. And, and yeah, and 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 with Rom, not with Rom. Ugh, God, now now I'm doing it. Damn it, Ben. Uh, with <laughs> we've with, all with, done it now. Yes. Damn it. With Nog, yeah, I I survived for so long. Ah, shit. With Nog, I am curious if if they do show us if if they do show us um like him taking that final exam, how he'll make that decision. Like, like, like is he gonna go? Full on like Starfleet. Who's like Star like Star like, full on Starfleet human decision, or or is or is he gonna or is he gonna be more based on like, like his heritage as a Ferengi, where it's like who will bring who, who will bring about the most quote unquote profits, whether it be whether it be to me or to Starfleet as a whole. Like like how will he make that decision? Ooh, that would be a really interesting take on it, right? <laughs> like like that like that would be like that, that would be some like some really interesting like a, a, a problem solving and decision making to to hear his logic on. Mm-hmm. How about that line when you know at the beginning of the episode, Quark was still trying to talk him out of it, and he says something like, "Well, what about young Mister Cisco over here? He doesn't want to go to Starfleet." And Nog says something like, "He wants to be a writer. There's no profit in that." <laughs> yeah, that was, some, that was <laughs> forget exactly who said it. That but was. It was, uh... it was that Something was a great like screenwriter joke. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, all, and, and, all, and also and also just not being like, please do not use my friend like this because that because this because this is like two totally different ballparks. Yeah, mm. that was excellent. But let's talk about Jedzia. What? How did you feel, Sarah, about seeing all these Jedzia personalities? I loved it, but a couple of things bothered me. I guess. First, with um, when we saw uh, Joran, the uh, the serial right. killer guy, like we knew that that was part of their past. But I feel like when in the first episode where we were introduced yeah, to Joran, uh, I didn't get that nasty of a vibe from him. Right. I mean, yes, a serial killer, but when they like met in the symbiont pool or whatever, more it was just chill and, and let's hug it out, and it'll be great. Yeah, he's more hurt and sort of scared and. 
obviously he's a killer, but like sort of split personality, I guess, more than anything, you know. Yeah, and we didn't get the other part of that personality in this episode, and therefore it felt weird. Yeah, to I mean, me, I, yeah, I mean, I because like for like for me that 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 whole that whole like desire that the that whole desire to uh, to kill to like to 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 choke to choke out Jadzia I would have expected more I, I would have expected more if if the, if they had included the if if they included even a part of the uh of of, of the person of the personality of of Varad from season 2 in in, in invasive procedures but in, but instead but instead instead we got this like I want to choke you out I want to choke you out bitch from Jaron it's like I thought they came to an understanding and went in, in, in equilibrium that like that where it was like okay we are at peace now I now accept your past you are now a part of me and it's like I thought we were chill right yeah exactly yeah. and he was nothing but malicious which is episode. why it made which is why I was like which which is, which is why for a second until 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 as I was watching this episode I looked it up I was like I was like wait who are we talking about now? Because I thought for a second they were talking about Varad and come to find out it's not. I was like, okay, now you're just fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think it definitely suffers from not remembering that episode. You know, I think they remembered that he was a serial killer. So they went Hannibal Lecter, even though he wasn't really yeah. a Hannibal Lecter type. He was just more troubled. Uh, certainly a problematic person, but uh, not a, I want to murder everything. Right. I hate everybody. Hello, James. Yeah, yeah. You smell well today. Oh God. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. Even I, creepier when you think about his consciousness continuing to exist inside uh, of her yeah, after the fact. Can I say rewatching Sans Lambs? I forgot how catty he is. He has like this line where he's like, "With your cheap shoes and your cheap perfume," and I'm like, "Jeez, he's like a mm-hmm. little catty little queen." Raya so was just like, I was like, when did you become a fifty-five? Like, not even fifty-five. When did you become a sixty-five-year-old gay man? It's like, like, <laughs> a, 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 a sixty-five-year-old gay man who used to do drag, but stopped doing it like ten years ago, but still hangs up with all of his drag queen friends. And it's just like, hmm. I it's like, hmm, I see you use rhinestones from this store instead of this store <laughs> choices, and just sips on, just sips on their drink. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, what, like, what the fuck, Frank? <laughs> While Cork was enjoyable, I personally really liked O'Brien as Therese Jacks. Poor, yes. poor old Ter- not Therese, Tobin. Uh, Therese is the, the, the adventurous rapscallion. Um, yeah. But yes, poor Tobin Dax, the <laughs> nerdy genius he was. <laughs> I like how Curzon's like, did I tell you when I did my uh, Zentara, I got him drunk? <laughs> that's the first time. And Jesse's yeah. like, "Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. That makes absolute sense." While we're on the subject of Curzon, though, first of all, I I loved the the Curzodo Curzodo. Um, I love that hybrid. That was really cool. Um, but I was I was kind of squicked out with Curzon being in love with Jadzia. It's interesting. It I was think. weird. I will admit, and yeah, I, and I, I mean that's that's really ageist of me. It was to say, I guess, but I think it worked because they didn't make out. You know, yeah, they had very nice. But it was still like, come live inside of me for the rest of my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for I think for me it was more weird, just 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 because not not even not not even the age thing. It was like I guess for me it was more of the. Re- 
the their their initial relationship of mentor and mentee and so and so, I mean and so I know it happens and I, I know I know it can happen but just I guess in this context because of the seriousness of the uh, because of the seriousness of, of the of the trail program I wasn't expecting it from Curzon but then when you factor in how much of a ladies man he was when he when when Dax was still a part of Curzon and Curzon was a friend of Cisco it's like I kind of get it but still weird to hear it said out loud I don't know well, I think he acknowledged that it was weird you know what I mean I no exactly he, and yeah just like I can't it do was, this yeah it was why he hid it for her for so long but I mean he also fucked up that he almost ruined her life because of it right uh get over your goddamn feelings man um mm-hmm. but uh it, I thought it was fairly interesting though I just had a very terrible thought in my head I had a dumb scene play out of my head which was just like do you love me or do you just want to fuck me like what was it really <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh i i thought it was good i thought it was sweet i mean it's it's interesting it was it was definitely a really interesting twist that is 100 percent not where i was expecting that episode nope. to and go. i think it, it made a lot more sense to me the refusal and the return you know what i mean i, I never quite bought yeah that I mean, uh, I think Star Trek tends to want to do this like they're the best of their species that have ever been, you know. And I feel like that's how it started with her. She's like, she's the only trail who got rejected and came back, you know. Like, um, but it gave him a lot more interesting sort of angle to it, other than just like Jitsi is mm-hmm. the most genius that's ever been genius, you know. That's when I start to get yeah with Star Trek, basically anything Wesley, yeah. <laughs> you know. Whenever it's just like, yeah, brilliant. You could take hit. the ship, teenager. Yeah. Although I, uh, I wonder. Probably another reason that he, you know, obviously tried to hide it and you know thought it was appropriate was I know that in a, a forthcoming episode we're going to hear about a sort of trail social taboo with like two symbionts who had been in a relationship in former hosts and then like fall in love again. In different hosts, oh my God, you're or right. something like yeah. that. Is this a similar situation? In that, I think I'd put it on the. You same... know, it's the same symbiont in different hosts, but one host loves another host, I... but so therefore their uh-huh. consciousness. I would personally <laughs> probably put this on the level of a teacher sleeping with a student. You know, yeah, yeah. a consensual affair between a teacher and a student, where we're all like, eh, like you're in a position of power, and you really shouldn't do that. You know, no person much younger than you and you know what i mean like that's kind of the taboo mm-hmm. level i was going for maybe even a, to the taboo of father daughter like it's you know maybe even that gross to their society you know what i mean that's kind of level yeah. of any sort of parentalish figure sleeping with a daughterish figure right i feel like the my only problem with this is i wanted more space for all of them you know what i mean I was kind of hoping we'd get a nice thing, but it was I was disappointed the first five are all just montage you know? And yeah. certainly Curzon needed the breath of the episode, and it was an important thing to deal with, and it was it was cool that it was all leading up to that, but I still wish there was just a, more space and just sort of a fun little, like, hey, look at this, look at this person, look at this person. Yeah, because with the exception with the exception of, of the past host that, 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 of, of, that Kira got, I forget her name, and then, uh, and then and then Tobin for um for o- for O'Brien, we pretty much got like 
30 seconds tops with the, with the other ones. And it's just like done, done, done. We're just leading. We're just leading up. To, we're just leading up to Jerron and and Curzon, and that and that's about it. Yeah, and I guess since Jerron, we all agree was kind of like eh, kind of a weird portrayal. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just felt made the episode feel even to me. But at the same time, I don't know how they could have done that without removing the Nog subplot, and I really liked that subplot. This is true. So yeah, it was a solid. This is not uh, unless they had like just transplanted it into a different episode altogether and kept the Nog bit the same. um, Then, yeah, I mean, certainly we couldn't have it an adversary. Like that'd be a weird break of tension. Even though I like the Nog story, exactly. So awkward. Just to cut back, eh, how's Nog's Citrix is doing? We're all gonna die, you know. Yeah, <laughs> got to power through uh, these preliminary tests, dude. Don't care. Yeah, you're right. This is a good one, and it's not a O'Brien dart plane, like which I think is gonna become exactly. my. <laughs> they, 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 what they should have done is not had that <laughs> move the Nog thing back. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, and then just had this be all about Dax. I, I like that answer. That's a good done. answer. <laughs> we fixed Star Trek. 20 years later. Yay. All of it. Not, not just this <laughs> oh, show. God. All of it. <laughs> is there anything yet? It's more than 20 years later. It is. It, it is. Yeah. At least we didn't watch it when we wow. were like alive. Like We were alive, but I mean, like we didn't. We were like watching four. This. Yeah. What do you have stuff you watch? Like it's going to be the 10 year anniversary of Dark Knight next year. And I'm going like, to kill myself. Oh my God. You, you're yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> is yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so this, I was sixteen when that came. Yeah, out? Yeah, this this year is the ten year anniversary oh, of the first Transformers movie. It's like a big high school movie too for me. Well, that I believe Transformers feels like there's been a bunch. Feels like it came out ages ago. Yeah, because there's been like nine of them. <laughs> and you bet, and yeah. you can bet your ass, I'm gonna watch every single every single Michael Bay Transformers uh, film before the last night comes out. Just saying, Jack, I know you're listening. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess now that I think about it, I remember going to see Batman Begins. Yeah, that was a big one for me. The summer right before I went to high school. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, like, I guess Dark- when I think about it that way, the Dark Knight being so old makes sense. Because I'm a year older than you guys, so Dark Knight was like my senior year. You know what I mean? Of high school, like that's that's yeah. the last thing I did with all my friends before we all went to college. So it was like. That's that nice. was like Aww. my senior year, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I associate that very much with youth. So that's why I'm like, oh no. <laughs> that happens to all of us. I was watch, I was in the theater, and they were like, you know, showing the trailer for that new Beaches movie, and they're like, for the 30th anniversary of Beaches, and my mom and dad look at each other, like, 30. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so happens to everybody. Yeah, like just like what 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 does play what does play uh what 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 was that song graduation by vitamin C? <laughs> Is there anything else to say for facets? I don't think so. I think I covered everything that I wanted to. Jadzia is great. Terry Farrell is great. Uh, oh, um, just going back to how we wish we had uh, had more time with the various incarnations. Thought. Nana Visitor did a great job. Oh, yes, <laughs> her whole demeanor, just like I, and they'd be like, I am now an old woman who you just want to make, you just want to have make you cakes and cookies, <laughs> tell you stories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her, her character was awesome. Leela Dax was like this, uh, who's apparently a, a like a prominent politician who like uh, is why she sort of stands proud and has this sort of calm, confident demeanor. 
which is mm. she was awesome yeah i i absolutely yes. liked hearing that little story where she where she was like yeah so you know she's like yeah so did you hold your hands like this before 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 da- before dax or no no i didn't yeah let me tell you why bunch of men they thought they thought i was gesticulating too much had to stop that shit because i realized they were following me it was funny <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like okay i see you you got a little spark in you yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh and there's um I, I think we all talked about this a little bit but uh lita have we seen her before yes yeah, she was yeah. uh uh remember the episode where she was like oh dr Bashir, like it hurts right here <laughs> like she oh was yeah very clearly trying to like they were clearly about to bone and then Dex and then Dex was up and, uh, and Bashir was like, go away. Literally hands her his iPad and says, go away. I love that yeah. so much. Yeah, glad, glad to see her again. And, and glad to see her again. And no, it's like, they're, it's like they're all still talking. That's good. Also, there was like, I think I read. There was this great, Sarah pointed out a great moment, which would you like to point out that moment, Sarah, with Kira that you all told us about? Oh, well, that was that was just me reading into things that do not exist that I wish existed. But <laughs> at the in the the sort of prologue of the episode before the opening credits, um, you know, Jazia has gathered everyone in this room and she says, I'd like to borrow your bodies for a few hours. And Kira just looks really happy about this. It's <laughs> like, make it gay. <laughs> They, they it, didn't it's okay, it Sarah. Down, obviously, I, they shouldn't. It was just. Me. Oh, I, I know, and I was reading too much into just like they were clearly just insinuating that Lita and da- and Trill, nah, Lita and Dax have been hanging out with each other a lot, but they have like this mm-hmm. line where they're like they've gotten really intimate with each other. I'm like, mm, tell me more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I missed that. There's some, there was some <laughs> line about like she's learned a lot oh. about Trill physiology, and I'm like, oh, oh <laughs> man, oh. oh, that's it's canon. <laughs> I mean, look, Dax. I feel like Dax is just at least sleeping with everybody at least once in this show, like other than Bashir. I'd be okay yeah, with yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Other, other than Odo and Cisco, like Dax is like she, she's she's messed around with the well, and then and then, and then of course O'Brien, but she, yeah. like, like she, she's like she's she gets around. She's like, yep, I like I I am just in I in this realm, I am a sexual being. I am a very free spirit, and and we 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 mean to say this with the utmost uh, respect. Of course, of course. No, that is absolutely in, 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 in terms of sexual freedom, not like absolutely not nonsense. As in, she's a fucking badass. Yeah, like, we are yeah. applauding. Yes. We're just like, yes, do it. Why would? Yeah, you? why? Mm. Yeah, the episode where she just like the guy was in a room. She's like, go away. I've, yeah, we're done. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, got a shower. I'll see, I'll see you next time. I'll see you next time you're on the station. What's up? <laughs> we'll catch up then. No, I love her. I love her to death. Yeah, no slut shame whatsoever. For you, the listeners of Geek Space Nine, GameFly is offering a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And you guys, if you are gamers out there, and I'm sure if you listen to Star Trek, you very well could be a gamer, you guys have to check out GameFly.com. They have over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, and a lot of older systems as well. And get this. You can have any console game or handheld game delivered directly to your mailbox that you get to have as long as you want. And I don't know about you guys, but if you've gone to the game store lately and bought a new AAA game, you'll find out that things are pretty dang expensive. And you could be $60 in a hole with a game you don't even like, whereas in Gamefly, you just send that bad boy back, get a new one in, and keep that one as long as you like. There are never any due dates or late fees. And get this, now Gamefly actually lets you rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as two. So if you're a nerd like me 
and still get your movies in the mail the old-fashioned way, old-fashioned as in 2005, then you're going to love Gamefly.com. Plans start with one disc a month for $15.95, but as mentioned before, you can get a free 30-day trial by going to GameflyOffer.com slash GS9. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash the letter G, the letter S, and the number 9 for your free 30-day trial. Next up is The Adversary, the oh my God, finale yes. of Season 3. We begin this episode with the intense news that Cisco is no longer the commander of Deep Space Nine. Because he's been promoted to captain! Yay! Yay. It, it reminds me of this joke that uh, this guy in Kanye Bang Bang always makes, which he, he calls his wife my girlfriend who I broke up with. Because he broke up with his girlfriend to get married, you know? Um, <laughs> and they did a similar thing here. It was like, I'm no longer commander, because I'm captain! <laughs> All right. So during Cisco's promotion ceremony, Ambassador Krajinski tells Cisco that the Zenkethi, a race that fought a war with the Federation many years ago, have had a military coup d'état to overthrow the Otark, a dictator of their planet. While the Otark was no saint, the ambassador is worried the new regime could be more hostile to the Federation, so he wants the Defiant to go to Zenkethi space as a show of force. On the trip, while O'Brien is working in the Jeffreys tubes, he comes across Bashir, of all people, who weirdly claims to have fixed something in the ship's hull. O'Brien is confused, but dismisses it. On the bridge, the crew receives a distress call from a human colony near Zenkethi's space that suddenly goes silent. The Defiant goes to red alert, expecting that a war has just begun. When trying to call for backup, Dax discovers all the communications are down. O'Brien discovers parasitic devices that are taking control of the ship. They are certain now that a saboteur is aboard, so they scan everyone for tachyon particles which would appear from anyone touching the devices. They scan Bashir and are believed to find no particles. Bashir says he wasn't even in the Jeffreys tube, but is interrupted when the scan is positive for Ambassador Krajinski. Before anyone can question him, he morphs revealing he was a changeling and escapes. The crew discovers the ship is now cloaked on a direct course for Zen Kethi with armed weapons. The crew deduces that the changeling must have impersonated the ambassador from the beginning, and that everything he said was a lie. They realize the plan was to trick the Defiant into starting a war within Zen Kethi in order to destabilize the Federation. The crew begin going in groups of two to catch the changeling, but paranoia grips everyone, and no one trusts the other. When Sisko bleeds, Odo notes he can't be the changeling, as once a part of a changing is separate, it reverts to the original liquid state. Sisko has Bashir take blood from everyone, and Michael Eddington's blood reveals to be changeling goo. As they take, cha- as they take Eddington to the bridge, they discover the real Bashir in a holding cell, and the fake Bashir morphs away and escapes again. The changeling knocks out Dax, so O'Brien works frantically to save the ship. When the ship enters in Kethi space, Sisko sets it to self-destruct, a sacrifice of the crew in order to stop a war. Odo hopes t- comes to protect O'Brien, but is shocked to discover Odo. O'Brien refuses to play Choose the Changeling, so he has his men watch both. The evil Changeling reveals himself, and Odo fights him, throwing him into the warp core. This is fatal to the Changeling, and Odo is stunned to be the first Changeling to ever harm another. As the imposter dies... He whispers something into Odo's ear that shocks him. O'Brien manages to take control of the ship again, and the crew escape from Zenkethi time in time to avoid an incident. 
Back on DS9, the crew learned that the real Ambassador Krajinski disappeared on his way to Risa, and his body has not been found. They also discover all the things they were told about the Zinkethi were lies, including the coup. It is then that Odo reveals what the changeling told him before he died. You're too late. We are everywhere. What did you think of dun, dun, the dun. adversaries? We would I like to now it. give an award to Peter for the I called that they were going to do a thing episode in space. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> your acceptance speech. <laughs> I, I am so happy. Like I was, I went out on a limb. and was like, they're going to do this shit. They're gonna. They're. They're. they're I, this. This. This is. This is. This is basically. Um. What. What. What were they called? Pylons. I think. Cylon. I'm sorry. Pylons are from. Pylons are from. It is an honest mistake. Pylons are from. Then again, then again, I've only seen one and a half episodes. Pylons are from Battlestar. I thought pylons were. Sorry. I feel. From Deep Space Nine, they're like part of the ship. They are. They're like a structure. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm okay now. It's I feel okay. stupid. That is, I've heard that, that is word a very reasonable mistake yes. to make for someone who has not yeah. seen Battlestar. You were one letter <laughs> off. You're fine. The asylum. This is fair. But yeah, like they they they, they basically did. Like, I I know I know that there was a Battlestar Galactica show thing before before the more recent one in the early 2000s. But this but this I will still say this is basically Cylons from Battlestar Galactica. Before before so, Battlestar Galactica was released, because yes. the original Battlestar did not like, have this was great people. Yeah, even so better. You were absolutely right. It, it it very much functioned like the thing, and it had a lot of the similar beats. Uh, basically, whenever it got discovered, it would yeah, freak yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. out, and it scares the shit out of me because like they did a great job when Admiral Kaczynski is found, and he just goes like, "Blam!" He just like fucking just shoots away and i was like jesus <laughs> yep <laughs> i thought this episode was great i thought it was just such a good tense exciting episode that just leaves on such a great cliffhanger they're so good at these season three cliffhangers where it's just like the dominion are coming and now it's like fuck they're here they've always been here we're fucked <laughs> yep Actually, 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 wait. No, I have, I have an, I have another, I have another example of, of what this reminded me of. Um, I, f- I forget, I forget how many years ago it was, but, but, but Marvel Comics did this, did this Marvel-wide story event called Secret Invasion, where, where, where they, where they took, where they took, they took this alien, they took this villainous alien race called the Skrull, who had, who had tried to invade Earth before, but were found out and were stopped. But they had, fi- but the Skrull had figured out a way to take, to, 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 to take. A person and 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 base and basically like self-clone themselves to look talk think whatever like likes like said person but there was no technology on the planet that 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 was that was able to detect this not whether whether it was like normal civilian technology or superhero technology and they and and they had so infiltrated earth in such a way that they that they were like across the board from superheroes government officials civilians prominent uh, prominent celebrities and public figures and so and so to have like the last line say you're too late we are everywhere i was just like that's what they just did oh man i like that a lot so what did you think of this episode sarah it was so enjoyable i really liked it i thought it was very good and this I, I was i was kind of wondering about bashir and the jeffries tube too actually i just thought it was, it was 
Well, mostly I thought it was just a really random scene. I'm like, what was the right. point of that scene? And then later they're like, I wasn't right. in the Jeffrey's tube. <laughs> oh, that's why. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it was great. That was a really good reveal. Yes, yes. And, and I liked that it was, uh, I knew it was a changeling instantly. I was worried it was going to be like, the entire one was like, who's a changeling? And it was more like, the fact it kept changing was crazy. You know, like it was like so many different yes. people throughout. That it really the the mm. paranoia felt very right. accurate. <laughs> it was just like, uh, particularly the guy with the the blue face. Uh, I totally I understand where he's coming from. Oh yeah. Where they're just like, it, it's also funny to see a Star Trek Mexican standoff where like all the phasers are getting yeah. pointed at everybody. <laughs> I yes. love that. Yeah, I just thought it was just such a tight, well told story with a lot of interesting stakes. I thought again it was just a great idea to. The Dominion love their subterfuge, and they love their sabotage, and they love their people fighting proxy wars. I want to know. I want to know. I'm hoping, you know, we've got four seasons to find out, but I'm I'm hoping that um, we'll find out how the Dominion got to the Alpha Quadrant before the discovery of the wormhole, and how long they've been there. Right. Or did the Dominion already know the, the wormhole was there and just... Bajorans weren't worried about it because they were dealing with the Cardassians. Right. I guess the question is how long has the invasion of the Federation been going on? You know? Yes. I would assume it's right. And I can't wait to see who else is a Cylon. I mean a changeling. <laughs> a Cylon. I mean a right, Skrull. Right. I mean and a changeling. You know. I also wonder if they'll do the Cylon thing of like, he doesn't even know he's a changeling. You know what I mean? We wiped his memory. No, I don't think. Mm. That too. Yeah, that one might be hard. I mean, possibly, maybe, maybe we'll get like one. Yeah. But that, but that's, I feel like that's. A How much stretch. do you have to cut yourself and then be like, ah, oh, I'm made of goo? Like, damn. Yeah. Oh, and also, also though, don't they have to do that thing where they revert back to? Oh, you're right. Every now and again, or at least you're shapeshift right. into right. something else. Definitely no secret. Un- I didn't know it was a change thing. So that's probably not gonna happen. That's fair. It would be cool. <laughs> that should be an interesting new rule. That the, everyone in the Federation yeah. has to stay awake for 24 hours just one day. <laughs> and we all have to watch each other. And whoever reverts to goo <laughs> is the changeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Bashir, it's well, everyone in the world has to spend one day just staring at each other for 24 hours. <laughs> and see what happens. Who's the goo people? No, I, I I like I like how we got how we got another another instance where where, where we got to, where we got to see that that ha, that how that how the founders how, how the how the founders truly operate the dominion is 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 simply through expert manipulation Not like like I mean because like go like go, going having those having different people that they control go in guns blazing is sec is secondary to to, to to them to them basically just setting up the pieces for everyone to knock each other over so that they can then move up that they can then move in while ever while everyone's weak which which we which we saw which we saw almost happen um it almost happened in, in in previous episodes this season um uh and improbable cause and improbable cause and, and the die is cast like like it's it's nice seeing another example of this is how the, this is how they run shit. They put you in a position where you're fucking each other up, 
so that way you're too distracted for them too distracted to watch them roll roll up and be like okay we rule this now this is our land yeah no it's what makes them so interesting they don't fight normal wars you know i think we're used to the uh the klingons and the uh, romulans who are very classic sort of they, they use subterfuge in their own way but particularly klingons uh you know fight with honor fight in front of your face and Dominion have no honor. They are very much a, right. a subtlety and secret. And if they don't have to shoot once and make you kill yourself, that's the best day of their lives, you know. And that makes them very scary. Oh, y'all! I bet we're gonna, I bet we're gonna get to hear Worf's take on oh. the Dominion. That's gonna oh, be really yeah. good. Worf's gonna say they have no honor Ooh. many times. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. You have no honor, sir. You have no. Honor. Oh my God, oh. that was. Peter, yes, do please. that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I you have no honor. <laughs> yes, I love it. I didn't know he had I am Worf. Turn on this whole time. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, I yes. I had a joke. Hidden it's pattern. a I'm sorry. it's a goo done it oh, episode. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, that's a rough one. <laughs> Sarah also tweeted us after uh, the end of the episode, like, "Oh, dose." <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it was, it was, oh, oh dose. dose, because there's two of them. <laughs> I just got that. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's. If I ever have children, I'm gonna be the one in the parenting pair. No, your wife is jokes. just every time just like, it's like, oh, be great. God. Sarah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> just mm-hmm. face palm. And then, and then I'll be standing there in a hand air drink and be like, don't worry about it. We, like, she's, she's always been like this. I've got serious yep. mom and I've got pun mom. You know? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's going to be great. So, yeah. What do, you, uh, what do you think about Odo being the first changeling to kill another changeling? Oh, that's going to haunt him for that a long time. As soon as he mentioned that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Why would they mention that if it's not going to happen? You know? Like, yeah, like, I, 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 I felt I felt like I saw that end coming like early, early, not, 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 not it happening, but more, but more that realization. Like the second it happened, I was just like, wait. Has this ever happened before? Is that why they, is that why yeah. both of them look so yeah. damn and he, shocked? He didn't intend it. He was just sort of struggling, and he he threw him in the warp car. But you know, it counts. And yep, yeah, it's like yeah, so that's still the yeah. end result, dude. Sorry. Uh, I wonder if you know they'll stop the whole. You coming back? You coming back? I wonder if he's sort of per- persona non grata now to them after that incident. Yeah. I th- I think I think there will now na- there instead of it being universally like you can come back there there will now be a split between those between those who want him to come back. Um uh, for 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 example for, exa- for example um god what's her, what's what's her, what's her well I can't remember. Uh, they just her. they just refer to her as her. female changeling in what, the what show. Is- yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah like the like there there will be those like the female changeling who who are like you can still come back, but there will, but there, there at least whether it whether it's a small group or a pretty decent chunk of them, there will now be those who are like, he killed one of us. Do you not? Do you understand this? That's unforgivable. So I think there's not going to be a split between those who want Odo back and those Ooh. who don't. Interesting. 
which actually could which which actually now 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 that I've said it and with and and with Sarah's with and with, and with Sarah's onomatopoeia mm. comment um you know I'm just realizing possible. now yeah. that uh, Ronald D Moore was one of the main writers on Deep Space Nine and created Battlestar Galactica <laughs> I wonder if he was like sitting oh. there writing these he's like oh I'm make this well. in a Battlestar Galactica one day <laughs> yes dude that is great. I like that. If we ever go to a Star Trek convention and he's there, we have to ask him this. Be like, hey. That so, is such um, a nerdy question. I love I'm it. Curious. Um, in yeah. Deep Space Nine, Season 3, Episode 26, The Adversary, uh, <laughs> there's uh, yes. <laughs> characters that look like people. Is that where you got the idea for Cylons? Also, I love you. And if he says yes, and if he says yes, then we can flip the fuck out and come back. We knew it. Like, yo, motherfuckers, we called this shit. (laughs) Was there anything else to say for the adversary? No, I think I got all my puns out of the way. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) I'm putting that in the description of this episode. I hope I remember it, oh God, you know, two months from now. When, we when I re-listen it. to it all, I'll tell you. Sarah, you made a lot of puns this okay. time. Yes. Here is Good. a list of them. Choose one. New rule. If I don't uh, shit talk the hundred, I have to make horrible puns. <laughs> one or the other. One or the other. Yes. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode uh see we're at 45 minutes so i'm gonna call it and we'll just make the uh wrap up its own separate episode so uh next week we will be doing our season three wrap up and i think we'll just start doing a wrap up as our own separate episode from now on so in the meantime as always i want to thank my lovely co-host for joining me every week on this journey our theme song is by captain meat shield you can check him out on twitter at cptn underscore meat shield we are a part of the Tuscan Shed Media Network. You can see more of our shows at TuscanShed.com. If you like the show, like, subscribe, rate, and review it any way that you can. It does help us find new listeners. Until next time, this is the crew of Geek Space Nine signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.